Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Another great episode of Go Be Great with Coach Karina. I am your host, your expert life strategist, Karina Calhoun. And I have another amazing episode for you all today. Today, I have a special guest, as I normally do. They're all special to me, special to my heart, because they are coming from a servant's heart, and today's guest is no different. So I'm not even going to just delay I want to ask you, Ms. Myson, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us where in the world you are. How are you today and where in the world are you? Uh, good morning and good afternoon. Um, I'm in London. So for me, it's afternoon uh, in the UK. It's a sunny day here. And so it's nice. Love it. Nice to I be with it. you. Leah, I am super excited to hear from you. You sound like uh, a very quiet person, probably can have your, you know, loud moments as we all do. But one thing I've learned about quiet people is that they are powerhouses. And I have that feeling about you. I have that feeling about you. So mm -hmm. I believe you, you know, I'm not going to give it away, but what you're doing to serve the world you're doing from love. So talk to us about how you're loving on the world around you right now. Thank you. Um, so I, I'm a psychotherapist and coach. I coach uh, expats and global nomads and people who are, are living not in the place where they grew up or were born. And, and there are a lot of us on this planet that that don't mm -hmm. live where we were born or where our parents were born. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and London is, is one of those cities that is also very, very diverse. Mm -hmm. right? So there are a lot of, of, a lot of us here. Um, I, I also set up a, a charity that I run and this charity uh, provides counseling and mentoring and family therapy to young people aged 11 to 25 oh. who have experienced the difficult, challenging moments in their lives. Oh. You know, let's, let's kind of dive in with the expats. So, you know, what really comes to mind is um, a reference that I've heard many, many years is, um, a prophet is without honor except in his own home. And so, you know, when you think about people who do not live where their family is, a lot of times they have to go outside of where they are from to receive right. that honor, to receive that respect, that nobility, that love that they deserve. Mm -hmm. And so talk to us about what you are seeing in the nomad community, because at this point, now being, you know, just past, they say we're past the pandemic. But, you know, that's another conversation. There are so many people that decided to leave where they are prior to the pandemic and then some afterwards because I know some nomads who are absolutely loving what they're doing 
and don't want to go back to their home because of the love and different things that they receive. So talk to us about that. So I I think one one of the things that the pandemic taught us uh, and, you know, in terms of the people that have moved abroad after the or during the pandemic is that we can we can be creative and productive without the commute. We don't have to be tied to a specific place to 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 produce things in the world. Oh. So I, I think that was one big element that helps us to to then become much more nomadic. But I think another thing, and maybe it's even more important, is the pandemic also taught us to slow down, to yeah. not be part of that rat race, mm-hmm. to connect to ourselves, and to figure out why am I here, mm-hmm. and and uh, and I think that opened up and freed a lot of people from. Uh, from their regular routines to to change it up, to find a a way of meeting the world with, you know, with curiosity, going to different places, uh, exploring, being more explorative, going on an adventure, getting to know places that they don't know. Yeah. And I believe that is so extremely vital to our well-being mentally emotionally and physically you know in some aspects because i know for myself and you know i tell folks at this point in my life i i'm an introvert i'm an extreme introvert people are shocked to find that out but um i i'm at this point in my life a introvert advocate because people need to understand that we're not weird, we're not strange, we're not odd. We just process life differently than extroverts. And there's nothing wrong with us. And so this whole notion of, you know, we must be in a centralized location with everyone in order to be productive and creative and, you know, Certainly, there are some bad apples. We all know that, who will try to skim the system. But as a whole, I fully align and agree with what you're saying that we, this was an opportunity outside of the people that lost their lives. This was an opportunity for us to sit back, calm ourselves, and really understand that. I love how you are loving on the world around you in this way, because I believe you're putting language to what people don't really know how to say. And, you know, that that's an important part. So in my work as a psychotherapist, putting language to to our experiences is one of the important things to help us start. Uh, the healing, right? Because mm. often, often we have experiences that we don't quite know how to put language to it. So, so yes, I, I think also to talk back to come back to you being an introvert. Um, 
we all need to be introverts. You know, we need to have that fluidity to be to to go into our inner world and and come out from that place, bring something out into the world and share it and relate to others. So we need both of those places. It's not oh. enough to be either one or the other. Oh. You know, that's the first time I've ever heard someone put it like that. And that's actually very true. Um, now that I, because as soon as you said that, my mind just started racing to the different personalities that I've encountered in my life and how it could have been a much easier situation for all involved had people done that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it may not necessarily just be an introvert type behavior, but maybe it should just be all of us doing that. Yes. You know, and it, there's, there's a, the world around us mirrors how we are on the inside. And, and so we have to also go inside. Mm. And that introversion is so important in terms of what we then create in the world around us. The world, can you say that again? The world around us mirrors, mirrors what's inside of us. Yes, and how we relate, you know, how we relate to things on the inside. Mm. So uh, the, the ways we envision and the, the, we create the dreams for ourselves on the inside uh, is what, what we manifest on the outside. It mirrors, mm. one, one mirrors the other. Because I think about my life, again, I'm an introvert. I am, you know, I'm home all day. Um, and my office, I call it my closet because it's my office and my closet. Mm -hmm. And I have a TV. I have my bookcase with my books. I love candles. I have candles. I have a vanity with this big, huge mirror and the lights. Um, no doors on my closet so I can see my clothes, my jewelry, my, um, you know, perfume, shoes. And so I have this because this is my calm space and this is where I am probably 95% of the time. Mm -hmm. And this is how I am able to be who I am and do what I do because this is my calmness and my husband, you know, my husband is an introvert as well. And so we understand that we have to have our alone time yes. away from one another. There's nothing wrong. We're not beefing. <laughs> it's so important to have alone time. Yeah. And so recently I had to, to leave the house to go to a meeting with um, an organization that I'm a part of an in-person meeting and it took me a day and a half to recover, mm. you know, and I'm very well aware. I, I've put words to what it's like to be an introvert and having these encounters. When I know I have to do things, I do what's called a pre-fuel, mm -hmm. get myself together mentally, emotionally, physically, go to the event and then refuel mm -hmm. and afterwards. You know, afterwards refuel to fuel back up what's been depleted but in this situation it was just not it's just when I think about what you said what's on the inside mirrors the outside at that moment it was just 
it wasn't chaos, but it was it was not fluidity during that encounter, that meeting. It was a bunch of folks and just, you know, it just was not in here, it wasn't right. Yes. And so I literally came home that day and just I had to refuel. And so I just wanted to bring that up because it's so true that we have to create the atmosphere for ourselves that we need to thrive in. That's right. And so that fluidity isn't something that we have, we receive naturally. Uh, Every time we, we go in and come out and go in and come out again, we recalibrate. And so eventually we can be fluid with that. But if for a very long time, we're always either all out, like Mm -hmm. the extrovert, or all in, that becomes a little clunky. And we Mm -hmm. need need to practice to Mm -hmm. recalibrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think one of the things that really threw me off was one of the individuals, because what happens in this organization, one of we we have um, quarterly in-person meetings and um, one of the individuals said, yeah, I think we should have them in person all the time. And that just really threw me. So, you know, <laughs> like, no, we don't need to do this. But this is an absolutely amazing conversation. I absolutely love this. So talk to us about getting in touch with you and really making sure we are calibrated accurately and adequately for business. So talk to us a little bit about that. So I think it starts with really being in touch with ourselves, Mm. following our breath, following uh, what is our body saying? How, how How am I feeling in my body? And honoring that, that's like yes. the starting point is you, to really honor that. This morning I was reading um, a phrase uh, from Black Elk, uh, you know, uh, with visible breath I am walking. And so really paying attention to our, our, our breath, our, our bodies, and how we connect to the earth, you know, when we're... Um, to ground ourselves, to to know that um, our mind doesn't have to just race away. Yeah. Often we race away. You know, and and that's amazing that you say that because I know for myself, when I wake up in the morning, so when I go to bed, I end my day and I go to bed, I already have in my mind what I want to do for the next day. Mm. But when I wake up the next day, if something's off, I just stay in bed if that's what's needed to oh, get me nice. together. Yes. You know, and my husband is very supportive in that because, you know, it takes you being secure in who you are and what you're doing to be Absolutely. able to do that because there's, there's, you know, there can be those intrusive thoughts that will come in and say, oh, you're just being lazy. You just need to push past this. 
You just need to suck it up. You just need to get up and push and everything is going to be great. Sometimes you don't need to do that. Sometimes you need to lay there and let your body heal itself. Let your mind heal itself and just, you know, just lay and be and not go and do. And I have found that there is so much reward in that really listening to my body. Now it's taken me, I'll, I'll admit it's taken me 51 years to do that. (laughs) (laughs) As it does take. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but that is so key. That is so vital. So vital. It is. It is. And uh, it's so important what you're saying, you know, that we don't have to be taken over by that inner critic that said, or taskmaster that says, go on, push through, do this, do that. Um, we can just tell it to sit down and be calm and, and, and attend to ourselves. And this is a level of self-care that I would like to see specifically women entrepreneurs um, get to. Because mm. this is self-care beyond you know, I get a I get a massage twice a month, a two hour deep tissue massage twice a month, but that does not trump this. I go get my nails done, I get a pedicure, but that does not trump this. That's right. You know, That's right. when you take care of you, you inside, not the outside. The outside, yes, you still need to take care of it, but when you take care of the inside. That's what begins to come to the outside. I absolutely love this conversation, uh, Leah. And I love that, you know, you are so calming (laughs) in, you know, talking. And that, I think, is just so amazing. So tell us how we can get in touch with you, because I have a feeling that people really need to, to know you. They need to know you. So tell us how we can get in touch with you. Thank you. Um, so my website is leahmysan.com. Uh, uh, and uh, so for, in terms of the coaching and psychotherapy practice, I, you can contact me there. And you can also contact me through actforchange.org.uk. Uh, I love it. Leah, Uh, Any last words of wisdom really quick that you want to leave with the audience? Um, So I I think going back to what we we just said, that uh, uh, being able to connect with yourself is where we start to connect with the world. I love it. I love it. Folks, we've had Leah Meissen on today what a empowering conversation to have and to really start your day with, to be able to uh, really dig deep and understand you, who you are, why you are, where you are, and what you need to do to move forward in life. That is, I believe, the key to success. It's, you know, you can have on your list a dollar amount, a business organization size, a house. You can have all of those things, but what we've talked about today is one of the true keys to success. 
So folks, this has been another great episode of Go Be Great with Coach Karina. And we've had Leah Meissen on the show today. And so I will see you all the next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, and thank you.